Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to another episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. Fellas, we got the fellas today. We are on a fantastic vibe here in Studio A at DNVR Bar. Uh, I'm your host, of course, Mitchell Carroll, a.k.a. Mitchell, a.k.a. Mitchie Sheets. Trying on that one, thanks to wow. Dwayne. Mitchie we'll see if it's we'll see if it sticks. Mitchy uh, <laughs> spreadsheets, it's I guess. Sticky. If you it's want Mitchell spreadsheets, it's full name. I think Merchel is still like the uh, Merchel's still the one, yeah, obviously. So I'm just trying to add weird. as many AKAs as possible <laughs> in my in my short amount of time on this earth. Uh joining me, of course, is super analyst Yaya. Yeah. I miss being super producer. I'm not going to lie. Well, too bad. I You're do super miss analyst. that a little bit. <laughs> You're just regular dude. Just regular, yeah, yeah. regular, regular dude slash super analyst. I'm just yeah, a yeah. super person now. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. Also joining me, of course, the art director for All City Network and just uh, a regular hat maker over there. I don't know the term. I know a cobbler there. is shoes. I don't know what a hat guy is. But um, cobbler of shoes, uh, a a cobbler sh- of hats, uh, chapeau wizard, I believe is what it's called. That is not it. Chapeau- but of course, it's downtown Chapeau- Dwayne Brown. <laughs> Hello, everyone. What's up, dude? Man, I'm excited to talk about. You're excited to talk? Media day. <laughs> I'm excited to talk. <laughs> I'm excited to talk. He shares an office with D-Line, so he doesn't get to talk much all day. Um it's too Just much comedy up on. there. I don't have to uh, talk. <laughs> and then, of course, I can't believe it took this long. He's back and he's in <laughs> studio. The homie. It's Joseph Samuelson of Burgundy Wave. Thank you. And that is that is also new for anybody listening. And Congratulations. Any any, uh, any longtime <laughs> listeners. Um, you, you know. just got a horn sound that I've not heard yet. <laughs> well, there you go. Listen, very oh, yeah. That's the bicycle that. horn. We could never use that. <laughs> It's a party. That's Joseph, clearly you a are party. now a... <laughs> that, that, is a that is a clown. That is a clown. That is a bicycle. <laughs> Joseph is now officially a certified sicko. He is the certified Rapids sicko. 2 beat writer for Burgundy Wave. And I'll also be doing weekly analyst posts, hopefully, on the first team. Sure. Matt's going to keep in charge of uh, the 
uh, sort of like recaps and stuff for, for games, which is going to allow me, I guess, the freedom to focus on what I consider to be my bread and butter. butter and that is just like the sort of on the field play, team construction, um, all that jazz. And of course, because everybody uh, needs a little bit of Rapids 2 in their lives, <laughs> um, I will be providing loads of content for you. Injected into um, my veins. Into your Go! veins. So you can catch up on what's happening with players you've never heard of like Blake Malone or uh, Jackson wow. Travis and others. Oh, well, come on. We've heard of Jackson Travis. Come on. You'd be surprised how many people do not know Jackson Travis signed a first-team contract with the Rapids last year. <laughs> Blake Malone just put a video out on social yesterday, didn't he? Oh, he might have. Yeah, he so, did for Rapids yeah, to me today. Wow. We know what's up here at DMVR Rapids. Yeah, we do. I'm, 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 I'm pleased to be in a room with other certified <laughs> sickos. We are That's certified what... sickos. Guys, we have one heck of a show going on today. Of course, yesterday it was media day. We got to talk to some of the fellows over at the stadium. Five of them, in fact. We will recap that. We will also be talking a little bit about some possible, well, one that is current and maybe a possible men's national team camp call up from the Rapids. But first, real quick, guys, there's been a little Two MLS call ups. We can get to that. Correct. You're right. That's my bad. There is two. Not to discount one. I'm just all, I'm a yappy As guy. As a Rapids yes, 2 guy, that's true. I got to know true. this stuff. I'm a yappy guy, <laughs> so, you know, I was going hard on the yappy news. Okay. But first, there's been some little MLS rumors, MLS happenings perhaps you could say um the one that really interested me and we can get into the orango one that's probably the biggest one but yaya's guy brenner fc cincinnati getting some some attention from syria that, that should have been the move porig made when he was like downward he wanted out. He wanted to leave. Uh, I think it was last He was 21 January? years old last January. Like, yeah, yeah, like he, he wasn't I believe we himself. had this exact conversation about <laughs> we did. Brenner in this exact room. Yeah, yeah. yeah about 11 months ago about, when we started yeah. the pod. Yep. Yeah, and I was all in on him. And I'm like, this is the guy you need to go get. This is the guy that I have, I believed in all last season. He proved me right. And I don't. I feel really, really justified. Vindicated. You should. Vindicated, justified. I don't know where it's. No, he no, had 24 I, goal contributions in just 2,000 minutes. That's yeah. pretty tight. But it's worth knowing, like, the fee I've seen circling around. Looks like 9 mil with is add-ons. less than what Cincy paid for him. Yeah. Right? How much did they Cincy pay for him? Cincy paid 13 million for the man. The sell-on percentage is probably massive. I guess. I would but, imagine. But still, that's like. Yeah. They'd still, they, they'd still need a little bit more to I be I think made they whole. were playing new club. They were paying the new club tax. It's no, the desperate I, tax. The thing is, this happens all the time with European clubs. They try to lowball MLS clubs, yeah. and so they they because they think, oh, we can get any amount of money from them. But MLS 4.0 has shown us that it's you don't sell your players for lower than you paid anymore. You got to make a profit now. You got to start be playing with the big boys. Interesting. We'll see on some profit. I I mean, there's one guy we'll be talking about later who definitely will represent profit for the. Uh, Rapids. The other news, obviously, Christian or Chicho Arango, uh, MLS Cup champion. Talk about burying the lead though. In that the article where uh, I believe it was uh, Jeffrey Carlisle, yeah. um, reported it. Like the article was about Christian Ramirez, yep. and then buried <laughs> in like the the last paragraph of the article is like um, Chicho Arango, maybe for two point four million. I think he's really gonna set a a 
president. Like a new level of what a productive forward will, will earn in the MLS. Um, and good for him. LA would be crazy to let him go. But that said, champion teams and teams with pockets like LA, they might be like, oh, you can give us that for him. That's fine. Like that happens every time a team wins. They start selling off parts that were big contributions to winning because they can now capitalize on those pieces. So would it be crazy if Arango left? No. Is it likely? Probably value, also no. His value is also never going to be higher. Never, because ever. Because he is about to enter like those critical late 20s prime yeah, years. Yeah. So whichever club's going to get him next, if he does indeed leave, is going to have an all-star for, yeah. the next, for like the most important years of his life. Well, my question is, is this actually a thing he wants? Is this actually something LFC wants and he wants? Or there's more of a like I want a new contract. It seems and, like an agent. Yeah, cause yeah. It, like it's kind of buried at the end. It's not like actual rumors. Sure. It was like buried in an article. I was trying to see if people could notice, get some like the movement going. It feels it's more like contract negotiation. But if LAFC doesn't want to pay him, then maybe like a trade does happen. How long is how long does he have left on his contract? Do you guys know? I want to say two years. I don't know off the top of my head. So. Yeah, I would yeah. I would guess one year after this one. Is yeah, what, you, that's usually when rumors like these start to circulate. Is when there's I mean it's going on with now Lucho a really right now interesting too. one that this might be even more realistic for other teams. LAFC's Mahalo Opoku also apparently up for grabs. Um, Ten goal contributions last year in twenty starts, thirty four total games, but. You want to see that about half, you know, half a goal contribution of starts. Pretty nice. He's only 21. That to me is way more likely a guy that Porg would want to target based on what we know about Porg and his strategy from team building. I think it'd be cool. I think we kind of already filled that hole with Cabral and with, with Calvin Harris, but it is an interesting piece. Sure. Buried behind, you know, uh, Bella, Gareth Bale, Carlos Bell, Bella, uh, uh, like, you know, it's just maybe some guys you might have heard of before. Um, but even then, still able to contribute, still getting 20 starts last season. So interesting to see um, United adding uh, Matthias, uh, Matthias Klitsch from Leeds. He was big in getting Leeds promoted out of the championship. I think that's a pretty good move. Clearly a Rooney driven move, I would say, with United. Um, I hate to say this because I feel like I say it every single offseason. Oh, jeez. But with how many teams <laughs> are spending so much money bringing in external transfers to the to the league, right? I'm just I, I I keep getting that worry that the Rapids are kind of falling lagging behind a bit, I guess, in, in terms of like overall talent. Like I know we've got the scrappy moneyball squad. I know that uh, the team still has managed to get a lot of solid contributors for you know fees that don't involve millions of dollars, right? Um, but it does feel like you know, teams are taking another step. Yes. That we're not that we're not really seeing here in Colorado. I mean, you're getting guys off of Premier League teams. Yeah. I mean, that's like that's not Cucho itself feels like that like sort of set a huge bar last year. Yeah. yeah. When Columbus made that signing. Man, I love that signing. Cucho's so sick. Uh he put up a cool picture on his Instagram of Diego Rubio and a bunch of other Spanish speaking guys who are out in San Jose at MLS as the league's media day. And I just thought that was cool to see because I like yeah. Cucho so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like one degree removed <laughs> away from Cucho and you're yeah. like, he's tight. <laughs> he's sick. Um, but yeah, okay. Any, anything else from the MLS rumor mill from the last week or so, guys, you would want to touch on just there? Just the fake Lucho news. That's the only one that's clearly a stri- yeah. contract negotiations. Correct. That's all, nobody's going to 
they're not gonna give him four point five million at twenty twenty eight years old nope. to a team that's never paid more than a mil- more than two million for any player. Correct. Correct. All right, let's move on. Yesterday was media day. Uh it was cool to be back. It was cool to be back at the dick. Um it was nice seeing the stadium with an untouched sheet of snow with the sunlight on Colorado across the stands. Um it was uh Fun to be there. We got to talk to five Rapids. We talked to the new guy, Calvin Harris. Just a sweet, sweet little British youngster. Just a kid. You can tell. Um, really nice. Really well-spoken. Obviously, this is our first interactions with him. wasn't even like a hangout and interact. It was just straight into the presser, out of the presser. Um, we talked to Keegan Rosenberry, our guy, friend of the pod. Um, Really Mr. stuff Rapid. from him, Mr. Rapid. You got to get the title. Come on. Sorry, that's my bad, Mr. Rapid himself. We talked to the captain. Oh, captain! Our captain, Jack Price. We talked to the hometown kid, Cole Bassett. Made an appearance. Cole Bassett. Cole Bassett, a grown man. Some might say. Yeah, we're, we're going to. Dwayne might about say. Kid <laughs> no longer a kid. Hometown. We will get into that. Grown we'll ass that. man. And then we also talked about, or we talked to Kevin Cabral, um, which I thought was the most enlightening. It was probably him and Price were the ones that really, really drove any sort of speculation or theories or thoughts going into the season. Um, but let's start with the captain, and, Jack and Price, too. for sure. And we'll certain, get into that in December three. Number that yeah, may yeah, have yeah, been yeah. thrown yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, two yeah, were yeah, the yeah. ones that actually went and got the vibe of the place. Yeah. So I'm really curious to see what you guys. Say. Let's yeah. get into to Jack. Jack is. Healthy. He said he feels healthy for the first time since, was it the calf or the hamstring first last year? I think it was the hamstring. No, it was calf, then hamstring. Then, then the calf. Like, this is the first time he has been healthy <laughs> in, yeah. like, a year. I think it, I think there was, there was one game where he missed early for yeah. a hamstring injury. Yes. And then he quickly came back. Yes. And then he had... The calf issue, and then he had the hammy again, and then he had. Well, actually, sorry. After the calf issue was the bruised rib or bro- cracked rib slash punctured lung. Punctured lung, lung from the broken from rib. The broken rib. Right? Weirdest injury of all time. Gnarly. Okay. That's like a car accident. Yeah. Which, that's which like hap- <laughs> which happened like right in, like in his first game back yeah. from injury, and so that's kept him out. And then he had the hamstring thing at the end yes. of the season, yep. which kept him. out I think of he had a sit- an illness too late. Um, yeah, just also like talk yeah. about the worst luck imaginable, right? But but he's back. Yeah. He feels healthy, um, and lo- you can pull up Logan's last comment there. Um, Dwayne, I thought had the question of that that se- segment of the press conference. Um, you know, like it was a down year, and it's funny because it was down year. They missed the playoffs by those two Houston games. So like literally, like down year seems so terrible in retrospect, right? Um, but Dwayne asked, like, what, what is the message out of the, from this team, from the captain to the fans? Like, what, where are your guys' heads at? Where should the fans' heads be at? And, you know, we put the video up on our Twitter feed and on our Instagram, I believe, Instagram stories. Um, and uh, he waxed poetic. He brought up the playoff game, as did Keegan Rosenberry, brought up the playoff game from Thanksgiving clearly Dwayne and you can go into this here but clearly yeah. that meant so much to those guys yeah what I mean we'll get into each of these players um, and and I had some overall thoughts too 
Um, but we can jump into that right away because yeah. it, that's one of my overall thoughts is the playoff game on Thanksgiving is something we talk a lot about as fans, you know, and, and kind of like how exciting it was, but it was also like such a bummer um, at the same time. And what I can tell you from hearing from Jack, uh, hearing from Bassett, hearing from Keegan, is that that game is a wound for this squad. Um, like, they remember that, Matt. And it's a wound both in a good way and a bad way. In the bad way, obviously, that um, there's hurt there, you know, and there's disappointment that that loss happened. Um, that they felt they, you know, they controlled the game, the whole game. And then it just they were kind such of, a better team. Yeah, it, it, they were clearly the better team. And, you know, and it just uh, Portland just had that weird run oh, at yeah. the end of the season and into the playoffs where they just they had a lot of things fall their way. Um, but anyway, the sincerity and the depth to which like you could hear it in the tone of their voice when they talk about the Thanksgiving game that that is something that is just, it is a part of each player that was on that squad that day. Oh, yeah. Um, both from the hurt standpoint, but also in a good way, in the sense that the other thing they always mention is how electric the stadium was that day um, and how much the energy from the fans meant to them. And, and you can tell, like, they long for it. Like... They mention it in a way that they are so desperate to get back to that and feel that energy from the fans and feel that full stadium and waving flags and cheering and singing and standing up and just just being all in on the Rapids. And you could tell, like, that is a pivotal moment for this particular squad is that they that game is a benchmark for them. Um, did from, they mention, from a vibes kind of kind of way? Did they mention anything about like maybe wanting that a little bit more throughout the crowd, or was it just kind of like a, oh I remember that kind of thing? They're, they didn't call it out specifically, well, no, yeah, but you I, can tell they long for it. Like, I think what it was the, the tone I got out of Jack was more like we need to earn that. Like, yes. Like yeah. Like ride with us. Like we know last season didn't end the way anyone wanted to. It's not like they were happy with how the season ended, but more so it was like we are here and we are trying to get this back to that because we know that we're capable of it and we know that you guys will show up in yep. spades when we do reach those levels. And I, I was in the crowd that day. I was in sure, media. Me yeah, yeah, I was actually the credentialed DNVR that's reporter for that the, game. Yeah, that's actually the first one we've ever covered as DNVR. Um, I was just in the crowd. I was about two sections over from... I was actually right one section away from uh, downtown Dwayne Brown season seats. Um, Joseph, you were there too. That's right. That's uh, right. You're over on the like a uh, like midfield on the east yeah, so side. This, this this year I will be in the south stands. What? Yeah, big 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 news. You're gonna be standing up. Uh yeah yeah yeah. Wow. I mean, I'll be I'll be I'll be I'll be around. I'll be wow. Around. But anyways, um, what? I, I, I I the reason I just mentioned it is because going into this year I have an undefeated record. For the or the Rapids have an undefeated record. Wow, cool. When Way I to go. watch you ruined games. It. From the South Stands. So Undefeated season coming up. Points record. Let's That's go. what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Everybody get hyped. That's your responsibility there. As, as I, know. I know. I, I was like, getting your whole seat. I appreciate it. Paying some, like, I'm guessing you paid less now because you don't have a seat. So saving some money and 
True hero. So what uh, what can I but say? No, but I want to hear about like your your day and your perspective on how great the crowd was and like seeing sure. that buy-in and, and the, the fan atmosphere. How no, it's great. great. Um, uh, it, it was it was exciting because I saw a lot of people at that game that um, either I hadn't seen in a while, like at uh, at Rapids games or. Um, you know, only came out for like one or two games a year. And I was excited to see like sort of everybody show up for that. Um, and bringing that crowd together like that, like for that, game, like that, that was, that was the best environment I've ever seen the Rapids in period. Like I just hasn't yep. been, there hasn't been a better one. Even better than 2016, you think? Uh, I was not in the, any, any, mm. any stands for the playoffs. In, okay. In the, that, that year. I, w- I was there and I, and I would say for the duration of the match, the Thanksgiving match was better. The, the 2016 the one time. really went into the red energy level yeah. during the PKs. Like, yeah, for sure. Like that level like peaked, but it was like a peak right there, but sustained that Thanksgiving game was, yeah. was amazing. It also really feels like that, um, Thanksgiving, uh, the Thanksgiving game, the team really put a lot of effort to make it a thing. Mm-hmm. The like flags that, were yeah. dope. The whole thing sure. was sick. Yeah, it was a great awesome. You got Nikola Jokic. You got Broncos players over here. Like, go Rapids. Like, I thought it really brought it a different awesome. type of energy. You had, the, you, had the, you had all the landmarks in Denver lit up in Burgundy. Yeah, and, cool. I mean, you never see that. Yeah. Literally yeah. never see that. I mean, you will if they you make the playoffs. The yeah. <laughs> you will if they make the playoffs. Again. I think you will. Last really thing on, on the Thanksgiving thing, um, before we get back into to Jack and the rest of the players. Yeah, because we don't got a lot of time um, left on the vets. I want to say it's twofold, right? Like, one, like the players feel they want to earn that back. But I also feel as a supporter and a fan, like, we have just as much responsibility to bring it to each match as they do to put out their best on the field. Right. So, you know, I took that as kind of like an encouraging thing and also like, you know, like a plea and, and, and the Jack and the rest of the team asking, like, we want, you know, but we don't want you to just stand up and scream when a goal is scored. Like we want you there behind us and, yeah. and we want to feel, you know, that energy from the crowd. So you know, just because it's related to what we talked to last week mm-hmm. on the show and the stadium experience, like let's not forget about you know the the, the supporters' responsibility and and the fans' responsibility yep. to to bring that energy totally. as well. Keegan also mentioned Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. more so than that, I think the best stuff we got out of Keegan, you know, besides the feeling good, nice to meet my new teammates, yada yada, everyone says that. Um, was actually him talking about the World Cup. Yes. He clearly sat down and watched. I mean, we all watched every game, whatever. But, like. <laughs> he clearly did, though. Like, but no the way for him to describe, ha- at, like, the difference in the level, right? Like, he is in awe of these guys. This guy is a very good MLS starter, right? He is a starter in a top 10 league in the world. And he is watching this in just complete and total awe yeah. of these guys, the set pieces, how all, and he kept mentioning like all these games are coming down to like the last 10 minutes and to just have the margin for error be so, so slim on all these games. Like literally how, like I would, I would say two thirds at least came down to that final 10 minutes, if sure. not less. And he was just to, he, that was his longest answer. It might have been one of the longest answers we got from any player on the day. Um, that was my question. No big deal. Um, 
Very loquacious. <laughs> a, a very loquacious response. <laughs> Two best questions of the day. Be in VR, people. So let's go. I'm all for it. Um, I live for that shit. Uh, it was funny too. Like Every to time, take a moment to thank Mitch. For yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> oh, you too, man. You have to. Anytime, questions. anytime someone would get to the podium, everyone would just turn and look at Matt Pollard, though, to like, go ahead, kick us off. Uh, <laughs> and that's the new tradition. Um, but uh, man, no, it was it was, um, you know, because because Keegan's not going to be in any U.S. men's national team camps. He's you know he's he's at the level he's at, and, and he'll probably you know that'll probably be where he stays at. Um, but the thing about Keegan, and this is something I didn't know. I mean, we watched the show when Keegan. You know, I was from I was watching from home that day when yeah. Keegan came on on the show, and the one thing I noticed, I was like, well, Keegan's kind of a quiet dude. Uh-huh. Like when he gets a question, he's kind of a quiet dude. But what I realized because of that World Cup question yeah. is, like you said, like this guy is a starter in, oh, yeah. in, in a in a top ten league in the world. But Keegan, like you could tell with that World Cup answer that he is a scholar of the game oh big time like, big time just undercover brilliant mind dissecting the game and just i mean he got very deep in the, he did in that he answer. did uh, um, and but, it was yeah it was awesome do you guys think he might be like transitioned into a coaching role oh my god like he is going thing, to be yeah. he is going to be such a good coach easily, i'll tell you right like, yeah, dude he could easily yeah because that's kind of like what drew more look sounded a lot like i to, to me drew's media he, bound yeah, forever that guy, no no yeah. he's very good but like yeah. he also had the like mind sure, where sure. he can like we, oh, yeah. we had him on the pod, and like the yeah. way he dissected stuff was like totally. Like he just didn't well, see I think it. Yeah. I think these guys. I mean, especially Drew Moore, who had what twenty professional seasons or something like that. More two than MLS that. Cups. yeah, two MLS Cups. I think I think it's impossible 3, to operate at that level without that sort of analytical, you know, those analytical checkpoints Mindset. in your head where you yeah. can just see everything in a different way, right? Um, because not only do you know the tactics, like all of us can sit here and study tactics and see see how they're going to approach extra time, or they're down a man. What are they going to do here? But he also knows the emotions tied to it, right? He knows yep. how tired you are when you're down one defending. Like he's he's yeah. done that, right? So that's that's where that level comes in. But Keegan is so calm and patient and thoughtful. Yes. And I don't. I mean, I mean, he does remind me of Fraser in that way, where mm-hmm. I could see him being on that sideline in a very similar way, where sure. he's, he obviously very defensive minded, but. He well, knows he how to coach rockets. I mean, he can coach rockets <laughs> right now. I feel like dude. defenders generally <laughs> generally make better coaches than mm. attackers end up being because I mean, one good I don't know. Wayne Rooney's, I mean, Wayne Rooney's a uh, head coach right now. No, we said good. Croyf? I think Wayne Rooney's oh. fine. He's not. Croy, yeah, Cruyff is actually <laughs> total Cruyff football. Is, yeah. was a, was For a the most player. part, though, I think but keepers I and defenders are the ones you want. I think midfielders, yeah. I think, are my favorite. That's Interesting. True. Two of the three. I mean, Zidane, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you um, got Pep, you got Arteta. Yeah. You got... True. All right, well, let's. I will, I will say outside of the World Cup answer, the one thing that stood out from Keegan is we were talking about the difference. I don't remember who asked the question. It might have been Matt. was asking about the difference between last season and this season coming up. He said one of the things was treating the first five to ten games like the last five to ten games with that intensity and that urgency, and that was something that he wanted to see as well, which what? I thought was pretty cool. That's something I remember very vividly you saying on an early podcast last season when we were lamenting, uh, I think, drop points against San Jose yeah. and or Houston. Yeah, I was livid. Or, it was yeah, San Jose. Or, no, or, it was Charlotte. Or, it was Charlotte or, at Charlotte. home. And I was like, what the hell are we doing? This <laughs> counts the same now as it does in September. And that was two points that shouldn't have 
Oh, we're not getting started. You. We're not getting started. Keegan we're not getting started. Also there. But he he's, feels the exact same way. He's like, we are going to. Yes. He used the term. We need to scrape up points, which I thought was a very interesting way of putting it, and yep. absolutely described the mindset they need on the road that they didn't have last year. They are going to be scrappy. We are going to see them dogs on the road. Okay, yeah. hang on. I have to get to these ad reads. We are behind as okay. we do go on. Um, we need to talk about the newest homies of DNVR. You're going to see them all across the whole brand, all the shows. We are going, you see how bright these lights are? You know what you need when you're sitting here on set? I know. I wish I you had need right some shady rays, baby. <laughs> Let's go kick off the new year with the new gear built to last. There it is. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn, durable frames, and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us that they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase a pair. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for DNVR listeners. Because those day games in that C38 tailgate, you need some shades. Shady Rays is giving out best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code DNVR. Or visit them in-store at Park Meadows for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Boom. That is a buy one, two get one. one. So try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Shady Ray, shout out to the new homies. And the old homies, Game Time. Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site. Makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concert, and shows. What is your dream seat? Have you is there a seat that you've never sat in, like a court side or anything like that, Joseph? Oh, like any event? Any event. Any event. I really thought he was gonna say coaching seat for a minute there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was Frazier. I'll take Yeah, I'll take Frazier's spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I actually Fortunately not available on SeatGeek. I, I actually wouldn't or sorry, take, wow, did I say SeatGeek? Game time. I'm so I, sorry. It's I, game time. I actually wouldn't I'm so sorry. Strike I, that from the record. I wouldn't take uh Air Fra horns. Frazier's coaching <laughs> seat because as we all know, the Rapids bench is one of the few in the league. Sure. It's, is an actual metal bench yeah. as opposed to the nice like sure. leather Audi sure. seats. Or well, whatever. what is the seat you'd want to sit in? Whether uh, it's at Dick or anywhere else. It's right Let's, here. Shut yeah, up. No, this right isn't available on game time. How about field side seats at MLS Cup Final? What? Well, Let's guess go. what? You can get those on the game time app because it's possible their biggest last minute price drops can be found on the seats that you thought you could never buy. Tickets, the last, that last, the Chargers game, the Broncos Chargers. To end the season, you get two dollar tickets on game time. That's how cheap it is. Incredible. You will not find a better deal this season on Nuggets, Avs, and coming up on the Pids. Uh, created by fans for fans, guarantees the lowest price. If you love DNVR, you love game time. Best way to support us when you buy those tickets, there is a link in the show notes on YouTube right there. Thank you, Tiff. Uh, join over 15 million people who've downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all. Your favorite events. Okay, let's get into it. The new guys. No, yes, yes. I want to start with the new guys because <laughs> I have something from Cole into our third segment. So he's one of the new guys, even though he, he came is back. He is technically a new guy. Yes, he doesn't know. Everybody he's a new man. He's yeah. grown man now. He is a grown that, man. That, that year 
But he, he's yes. seen some. It's he's crazy. seen some stuff. Um, <laughs> let me just say this. The one last point before moving on. Keegan looks cut, dude. Like he they looks look shred. No, 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 no. But we've had him in studio. Uh, we've talked to him. We watch all the film. But he looks really good going into the season. So that's tight. Okay. Calvin Harris first. We'll talk Calvin Harris. Um, man, just what a positive guy. Just I bubbly. Like the 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 mood elevated quickly. Like yeah. I think we were all hyped to be there and like he was get started on this to, to start it off. Hundred yeah. percent could not have had a better intro to media day. Um, and Joseph, I'm sure you've dug into Calvin Harris film as much as any of sure. us. But uh, he, just the way he answered questions has me excited to see this kid play. Sure. Yeah. The thing about Calvin Harris is really interesting because um, the Rapids were really in for him in um, uh, twenty twenty one. In the draft. Yep. They traded yeah, up they, to three. They initially thinking that Mayaka was going to go in yeah, the top, which two. is what everybody thought. Everyone would in the whole league like thought every that. Every single mock draft. Um, I remember looking at the time. Now Pereira's a fucking stud. Um, and yeah, <laughs> everybody. Everybody up. was like, the top two are going to be. Pereira and Mayaka, just nobody knew which order that nobody knew which one like would go to Austin and which one. Anyways, so the Rapids traded up sure. with the idea like we're gonna get Harris, <laughs> and then they had to I guess settle for Mayaka. Um, and we've seen from the last two years that you know Mayaka just didn't pan out. Mayaka he moved. was not he's, good. He's now with Charlotte's uh, MLS Next Pro team. So in case you're wondering where he ended up, um, uh, but yeah, Harris. Very versatile forward is how I would is how I would describe yes, him. Absolutely, would, can play across the formation. Yeah, I would say he is. He's not someone you necessarily start at the nine week out and no. week in and week out, but he's someone who could do, who could theoretically do a job there. He's, he's tall. Definitely, he's definitely like six one, six two. He's he's a big dude. I feel I believe like the the words he said were decently tall. Decently, <laughs> so British. It's so British, as opposed to like someone like me who's decently short. Right? You Is are decent. That's yeah. a nice way to put it. Yeah. Decently medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, decently um, average. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I feel with Calvin Harris, you've got somebody who's good on the ball. Yep. Who can do a job yep. on both wings. Great uh, first touch to create space to get up to speed which yes. is what i also noticed yes. with cabral so clearly not say, they're clearly very a similar type. Yep. clearly a type harris is not necessarily i guess someone i would describe as the, the paciest forward right but no. he can get he can yeah, create zero to space for years. himself yep. to like get past defenders it right it feels it's, like he doesn't have speed he has acceleration exactly. which is where he really takes advantage of that yep. exactly yep. so I don't know, Dwayne. What was your takeaway from talking to him? I really enjoyed his presence. I enjoyed talking. To, uh, yeah. Enjoyed the few. I hope to get some time with him at practice or something soon to be able to really chop it up. Yeah, I mean, you guys just talked to him about him as a player. Um, so talk to him about as a person, and <laughs> nice. I will. Which we've met. You're such like, a humanist. I, I love am. It. I am. He's such a super kind, kind, like just a very kind, very. English young man. I don't know how to say. He's an Englishman. You he's know, he's very British. Jack Price. He's, very, he's very British. Well, here's what I will say: his <laughs> attitude and demeanor will make him an instant fan favorite yes. if he's contributing to the team in the way we think he will. He well, based be, on the wings last he year, be, he has to score one time yeah. <laughs> or assist one time. I mean, Jonathan Lewis did, and it still wasn't enough. So. I mean, I think I mostly mean Nicholson, but he, you know. he's he's Jack Price likable. Like oh, I oh, think, 100%, 100%. I think that's how much the fans are gonna love him. If you're missing your charming Brit your charming posh British accent from Fleming, you can get it yeah. with 
Harris. That is yes. his. It is very eloquent, soft, very nice, fun to talk to. We're this close to becoming AFC Richmond. We are. This We're close. right there. We just need a football is life esque <laughs> character. Um, That's Rubio. What are you talking about? He's but yeah, but he's scary that about it. Rubio. He's too scary. The thing about Calvin, <laughs> the thing about the thing about Calvin that I really like is that if he does pan out, he's an MLS. Is that he can yeah. drop the beat? There we go. But I, I really like that he's going to be like an MLS guy. I feel like he might not make the jump to Europe for whatever reason. I feel like he would kind of stay totally. in, the, in the States. And that's, I think, what the yeah. Rabbits have to start targeting a little bit more. Because I get that they're trying to be a farm team. They're trying to be the Ajax. They're trying yep. to be all the, yep. the Barca's when they had La Masia. But, like, you also at some point kind of start worrying about your team and start kind of creating these plays. We talked about this sometime in the last month or so. But I feel like there's now, and maybe, Joseph, you have a take on this. But I feel like there is a... A, almost a market inefficiency on guys with MLS ceilings, like guys who are going yes. to be MLS players. Yeah, that's and I feel like there's just for some reason everyone's so focused on upside and sell on percentage, or finding or mining overseas leagues, I like you saw success in Philly last year, right? I think this is almost true in a lot of leagues that are like selling focused leagues, right? That people get really lasered in on we need this guy to either be uh, uh like th we need this guy to like sell on for double what we paid for him right, right. Order, or you know we need everyone to be the next big thing you don't see a lot of people focusing on trying to acquire players like Chris Wondolowski, sure, right? Jack or, Price, Walker yeah, Jack Zimmerman Price. when he moved. Yeah, Walker yeah. Zimmerman is a great example. That is an um, MLS guy. Acosta yeah. is like I, I Mark feel Anthony like K. The Rapids had two of them. Yes. Yeah. Mark Anthony K. Go. And Kellen Acosta. Yes. Oh God. And I think Kian, <laughs> and, you know, without relitigating like the 2021 offseason, let's relitigate really right? whatever you said. You know, let's like, do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, air horns over that whole segment, dude. I don't want to relive that. But I think I see Calvin Harris as that level guy of a guy that can can kind of grow into a role 100%. and be impactful at the MLS level and not worry about getting poached by, you know, a championship Rouge. team or Bruges yeah. or one of these, you know, one of these lower European leagues. Um, I guess my point is, is that like when yeah. a lot of people look at the number thing, right, they often look at it as like, okay, like we spent XYZ to acquire a player and we spent XYZ paying him, yes. right? We need to make that back and more, right? When in reality, you also have to account for the value said player provided during the course of his contract, right? Yeah. Like, so I, I think what Porrick Smith and what the Rapids often look at is when we when they buy a player, when they look for a player, like not only is it gonna be a player that they could potentially like be made whole on in the future, it's also a player that will provide that level of value for the team. Even, so even if they even if they lose that player on a free, even if they uh, you know don't make any like transfer fee off of him, they've still made that sum of money back. I guess over the course yeah. of that. Contract. A good one I think is Max and Lucas. Yeah, Lucas and made Lewis. Him, yeah, yeah, like yeah, they're like two of the t two kind of players that came from a different league, and instead of like looking at their whole value, they're just looking at like the price point at the beginning and the price point right after, yeah. which is what they're expecting from those two players. Yeah. I think that's, I think you nailed it. Max, I think is, Max might be the perfect guy. Cause I, cause yeah, he no, is you know, bar, I mean, who knows the learning curve isn't, isn't linear and it's not, you know, and sometimes there's peaks and valleys to it. Maybe he does become a, you know, a, a Riva kind of guy or something like that. Maybe who knows, but 
for now, I think he can grow into a role much like we can yeah. envision from Calvin Harris and a Max and guys like that can turn into MLS-level guys. Dwayne, any other thoughts on Calvin before we jump into Kevin? I'm telling you, if you're watching right now, Calvin Harris is going to be one of your new favorite players. 100%. Did he give like, you guys his new mixtape? He <laughs> was just back there, like, chopping it, it up. It was sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Kevin Cabral. Sorry, DP. We're all going to get sick of those jokes. I guess, no, we won't. Like two I'm going to run sure. that straight into the ground. Better okay. believe it. Um, okay. you, you know what to mute him. Air horns over that joke. Um, okay. Uh, Kevin Cabral. He is a DP. There it is. Thank you, Tim. Um, Very timely. Bad joke. There we go. Okay. Right on time. Uh, you guys missed the joke, so good for you. Um, Kevin Cabral uh, is the only des current designated player on the roster. Um and I just want to bring up something yeah, he said. Technically, and they it. did Jack, right? They did keep, so, so the, the funny thing about so this is according to Porg oh, from sure, from sure. the horse's mouth. So he means, is the so DP on the roster. Are, so that means that Tam. they are pay, they. So like last year, what happened? Yes, with they Price paid down. Yep, is they, they, they chose not to buy him down and instead had KSC picked up pick up the difference between. They're going to pay him down to Tam. They're actually yes. going to pay him down this year. Okay, okay. so they bite him. They buy him down. I want to. I'm just going to bring up one of his answers and then open it up to the floor because I think. I think the Cabral, the initial Cabral conversation across Rapidsdom was negative because you saw how poor the forward play was, and then you added a guy who underperformed at a somehow worse rate than the forwards one that the Rapids the had. One of the three players. Yes, quite literally worse. Yes. Well, one of the three players <laughs> who performed. Who were worse than Lewis. With but worse than Lewis. That being we got said, two of the top three. Let's, yes, go. let's go. That being said. I was in on Cabral. I'm in on Cabral, too. Here's what more, he said. And here's why. Here's what he said. <laughs> Uh, Matt Pollard, shout out, Burgundy Wave, uh, the homie, uh, had a question where he said, are you disappointed with how your time at Galaxy ended? And, which I think is fair, right? You're in a new, new, sure. new situation. You, there's going to be expectations of, of uh, contributing and contributing often because he is the highest paid player. Um, even with half off, he's the highest paid player. Um and his, and maybe this is just, he does speak some English, but pretty much it was one and two sentence answers just due to his, his lack of English. Does he speak but more the Spanish? Way, uh, I think it's just French. I think it's straight French. He said, and he put it this way, nothing can be perfect. He's ready to be here and he is ready to play and he is ready to contribute. And I am sold on him with just the way he approached the answer of were you disappointed were you mad like like he says no nothing can be perfect i'm a player i'm here to play i'm here to contribute and god i'm sold on the i like him so much you're, you're, it's, it's <laughs> funny it's funny that a guy like uh, and, and it was a, it was a hard session because the language barrier was pretty big um great point from b-ray here too the galaxy guys love him Love him. Yes. Um, every question that was brought up, it didn't matter what the question was. The answer was, was coming from the same area of, uh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do my best at whatever the Correct. answer to that question is. And like, he was all, it's just one. And Mitch and I talked about this. Like I, I, I was like, I always feel guilty that as a kid who grew up in the United States, I only learned one language. 
because it, it's it's such a disservice to everyone else who learns multiple languages. You have to come here and learn an extra language that English is so difficult to learn. And it's like, you know, I've never learned anything else. So it's like, for me, like I was just, I was so bummed out that like, I couldn't ask him anything in French and like get like a deep, genuine answer. Cause I think he has that in him. Yeah, he does. Oh, for sure. For sure. But even with that barrier, like he, he like went all in on as much as he could answer and, and was very upfront. You know, it, it was questions of, you know, can you play across the front? And he was like, yes, I can play across the front and I will play wherever I'm put. He actually talked about how much he likes playing the nine. Yeah. Most comfortable on the left, but he really enjoys being up front. He is, like Harris, very tall. I feel yes. like his work rate does make him sort of a, a perfect winger. He does oh, seem God, like, yeah. Like he is a guy yeah. whose first touch opens up space, much like Lewis, who he said when asked, who do you want to play with the most? Who are you looking forward to playing with the most? Called out by name, Jonathan Lewis. Yep. That's Burners insane. on the outside, either side. I'm not going to lie. That, like, again, not talent-wise, but the way they play the game, uh, very like David Villa inverted winger is what I look I see for him. Oh, yeah. And that's what I would prefer, especially if you're playing Nubia at the nine where you can drop him back a little bit more. Um, Kevin has been one of those guys that makes the perfect run almost every time. His finishing has always been the problem. We saw that last year yeah, with Giassi. Like, his runs are like exactly what you need on a team like this with such a creative nine at the helm. I think he's going to fit in so well. I think he does exactly what this team does well. That sort of mentality well. is... I feel almost universally present in the type of players that the Rapids yes. do go out. Yeah. Like the type they Porg really likes players who can fill in a bunch of different positions. Strap up yeah. on strap on your totally work boots and let's like go. willing to just be wherever they need to be on the field to like better the whole of the team. We've seen this with Rosenberry right? playing yeah. literally every defensive position yeah. last season. Yeah. Left back, center back, central center back, right back. With Galvan when he's played left back winger, yeah, ten yeah. like yeah. he does everything that's yeah. needed. Yeah. The the Rapids love they love a good versatile player, which yeah. you know makes my my perspective kind of difficult because it makes like end of season reviews like uh, what really did he do and how where did he do it exactly like, it makes that really difficult. But from yeah. a coaching perspective, you love to have those kind oh, of oh yeah because you team. can move everything around and. We'll get this in the third segment a little bit more in lineups, yeah. but it gives you so much more versatility yeah. and have being able to move around and do totally. so many different things. Yeah, I'll say that. Any other about, points? Yeah, yeah. yeah wrap last, it up. Last the, thing yeah. for Cabral is that, you know, like you can teach talent and you can teach skills, you know, and like clearly he has those skills and, and can learn more. The thing that's very hard, if not impossible to teach, is attitude and motivation. And like in his answers he dropped that like very obviously in those answers, even in just a few words, he conveyed that motivation and the attitude of I am here to work. Yes. And 100%. that dude, I am so I'm in, in on the I'm Cabral in. train. This is like, a Cabral uh, pod for sure. Yes. Yeah, Especially absolutely. on like a discount from what LA got it. Like oh, they, dude, I am they, all in. I will yeah. say like the initial negative reaction to the trade was very much dampened, I feel, by the additional quirk, which is that LA is going to be taking up half of the salary. Yeah. I don't know if For you sure. guys seen Moneyball, but there's like literally a scene where they're like, the New York Yankees are paying, or, or the coach tells a guy, like, the New York Yankees are paying you half 
are paying us yeah. half their salary to play against them, right? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's like literally that situation it's gorgeous. verbatim. And I can't, I can't and wait for the hat trick. You know what's yeah, funny yeah, is, is that came up like, like twice this Yeah, year. and they're like, hey, are you excited yeah, to play him? Are you yeah, excited I to play them? And he was like, I don't think about it anymore than any other game. Just didn't care. He's the coolest dude. I'm all in. I can't wait to hang out with him at practice and get to know him. besides Keegan? He's got drip for sure. That's what it feels like. Oh, I'm stoked on him. Okay, guys, we need to talk about some of our other homies. We were just talking about the Rapids homies. We need to talk about the burrito homies. Oh, man. We need to talk about Illegal Pete's. Burrito homies. Illegal Pete's. Are you guys doing a new diet? Is it New Year, New You? Guess what you can guess where you can eat? That's right. Illegal Pete's. You don't you don't have to like <laughs> sacrifice anything to fill in whatever diet that is. Keto, low carb. They got um, vegan options? Tons of vegan options. Yeah, Let's totally. go. Um, honestly, do. that's like one of the coolest things about it is all the vegan options. You're um, vegan? I'm vegetarian. Wife's vegan. His wife's no. vegan. They I, make some mean vegan snacks for MLS I don't games. Get, I don't get it's meat true. options when I go to Illegal Pete's. It's true. Um, and I love it. Hell yeah. They have endless options of fresh ingredients that can fit almost any diet or dietary restriction. It is a no-brainer. Eat Pete's for the health of it. Oh, that was good. Uh, check out any of their 10 Colorado <laughs> locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Are you not doing happy hours this month? Is it maybe not a diet? It's a dry January. Uh, crack open a refreshing hop lark citra at any illegal Pete's location. It's everything you love about an ice cold beer, except it's dry January friendly. Uh, let's see. What's my tip of the day? Tip of the day. Give me a nachos tip if you have one. Mitch's Here's what you do with nachos. And I have converted pretty much the entire DNVR staff to this way of the nachos. It is. I'm one of those Colorachos, Colorado nachos. So ha- one instead of two scoops of queso, one scoop of green chili, vegan option on that as well. One scoop of queso, right? So it's it gets all that flavor of the chili. You still get the gooey queso on this, but you do it reverse. Yes, where they basically make a burrito bowl of goop and you scoop it with dry chips, folks. And this it is the tip is of the year. The light. It is. It is the way. Of nachos, so make sure you're doing it that way. Um, Illegal Pete's, it the is our truth. go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Right down the street, we my buddies have had beers and burritos with me yeah. there. So we also need to talk about the OG partners of DNVR. It is Green Mountain Dental Group. There, the most rewarding thing about DNVR is seeing the connections made through our listeners in this community. Green Mountain Dental. They're an OG partner because they were OG <laughs> listeners. They have been on this forever. And they are major Colorado sports fans. Uh, we have had fans and staff. Most of the staff goes and gets their stuff done at Green Mountain Dental. They convert and they never look back. Located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver in Lakewood. CSU alum Dr. Ben and his team have you covered from general dentistry like cleanings. Orthodontics, like removing your wisdom teeth. Have you guys had your wisdom teeth pulled? Yes. I got all four I out at once. Them. Bang, they bang, bang, bang. They weren't pulled. They were They were like cut out and stuff. Sure. I've never had them pulled. Um, That's how we did it back in the 1700s. And everything else, yeah. <laughs> did they have dentistry before, then? Without anesthesia? That's crazy. Before Green Mountain Dental <laughs> existed. <laughs> 
Uh, Green Mountain Dental has a few offers for the DNVR fam. Tell the team that DNVR Sports and you get a $300 discount for full orthodontics treatment for new patients. And if you mention DNVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays. That is a $350 value. New patient cleaning exam and x-rays. Lastly, for all the hygienists out there, Green Mountain Dental is hiring. My mom was a dental hygienist. Tough job. Make sure you appreciate your hygienist. Um, Full and part-time positions are available. They are willing to work with your schedule as well as offering a great benefits package with healthcare and PTO. To make an appointment or find more information, check out their website, greenmountaindentalgroup.com. Okay. The last guy, and this is going to lead into our conversation because we wanted to talk about potential lineups now that we've kind of seen where the, where the roster's at and we've talked to some guys and kind of gotten a feel for how they're doing. Cole Bassett. Oh, man. Number one. It's going to be so nice to have him back on the team. He is I love Cole. no longer a child. Guys, that dude is telling you. ready to play some professional sports. It, Built, it is tall, weird. mature, just a totally different vibe to him. In, in a good way, in a very yes, positive way. Positive. In an encouraging way for a guy that's going to come back and needs to be productive. I am hyped to have Gold Bassett back. Yes. You know when they do TV series... And it takes like a year to film it because it's like a really in-depth TV series. Yes. And so it's like when you come back for season two. Game of Thrones, two, perhaps. Yeah, you come back in season two and like the younger characters are like all grown up. And yes. you're like, oh man, that must have taken, you know, it must have been seven years since the last time we saw him. <laughs> like that's how it felt yesterday. Like it's only been one year, but Cole Bassett is a grown ass man. I'm like, so ready. He came back. I'm so ready. Like j you could tell that year, uh, living you know away from home and 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 playing in Europe, like his he is a mature player for his age now, and like you can tell like forever however long he's here, he is on leadership track. Like. Oh, yeah. Hearing him talk was no longer the young kid talking about how cool it was and how thankful he was to be a part of an MLS team. He talked about, here's Winning. where I'm working out. I'm working hard. I'm working with my brother. We're training here. We're doing this. This is, you know, the parts that I, you know, I did a great job with Rapids, you know, like finding the ball and trying to be in the right place and put it on net. But I gave up the ball a lot too. And I've been working on that and I didn't get to start all the time at Feyenoord because the competition was very, very tough. And I learned from that and I knew my place and like worked harder to get there. And everything was just like, I mean, dialed in, like this is a dude who is working hard and becoming a straight up pro. Yep. He is not the kid anymore. Like he is Cole Bassett MLS European pro soccer player. I'm excited, and he's he's going for it. That's Absolutely, like, it was awesome. He um he mentioned it, and I think this is something I meant to bring up. He mentioned just like the culture of winning in this town. When teams are winning, this town shows up. Um, but he, he also kind of mentioned that this team definitely has a good vibe together already mm -hmm. in terms of just interactions that they've had, which has only been very limited. Everyone got here Friday, right? Like, yeah, they haven't been here a week. But and some people still, yeah, they haven't trained around. together. That's yet. true. Not they everyone is together. Max yet. is still in Brazil. I think Rubio's Max is still in Brazil. Rubio's, Rubio's in, in San Jose. Yeah, yeah. Yappy's at, at men's national team camp. In Miami. Yeah. In Miami. Um, but and this was, I believe, Jack Price said, 
the the playoff team was a cohesive unit, a team that played that played well together on the field and enjoyed each other's company off the field. So do want to highlight Logan's comment? Go for it. Sam Bassett had well. That's so far off subject. No, but what you I'm mentioned, saying. You mentioned it. It's the same. <laughs> I was just it's it the same up. last <laughs> name. I'm just kidding. No, it's true. He is Sam Bassett. DU. You should go to DU games. Yeah, but at DU this past fall, um, some would say shades of a young Andre Shinyashiki. Shades, indeed. Shades, like Shady Rays. Use promo code DNVR. Two plugs. <laughs> Take um, me far away from that. <laughs> like to the other side if it's that. Honestly, shades of Shinyashiki. He set the DU goal record. Yeah, but then what did he do in the MLS? Well, he was rookie, rookie of the year. year. And then after that? Yeah, he's rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, what did he do? And it fell off a little bit. And then Not he went enough. to another club and like blew and it up. scored a bunch of goals. Yeah. Oh, but that was only for the beginning. <laughs> yeah. and then he's he's like, kinda, I'm going to yeah, say he did pretty good. Okay, 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 okay. Yaya is right there. He did fall off towards the end of the last I follow Rapids. I follow This is hurting. Everybody saw the Open Cup goal and they saw like the goal on his debut and they were like, he's lighting it up. And then, you know, he did. Shinichiki did what Shinichiki does and he went a little. He went a little, teeny, teeny bit quiet. He went a, he teeny went a, is a nice word. He, he, went, he went a little bit quiet, but still love that guy. Sure. All right, are we good? We so got all you've our shit out We're of like here. What you've done. Jesus Christ. We're Thanks, like, Logan. Logan, um, Logan is the uh, <laughs> <laughs> tangent city. Um, look, okay. He's breaking up the band. What they said was, and what felt encouraging was, I think this team compared to last year, and I think it had a lot to do with a certain Brazilian left back that's no longer here is going to be a more cohesive team than than they had on the field last year. Sure. So are, are, are we, I, I don't mean to like, I guess, pull that thread. But no. you, you seem to be implying that, I guess there may have been a lot of chemistry issues on the on the side of the pitch that where Estevez was last year. You, know, you can also kind of see it on the I pitch. I could say though. it. Like, I could, could not say it. I mean, the, the dude's pitch. a hothead, clearly. Okay. Not I mean, just a hothead. Like, Ruben's a hothead. But the <laughs> in a different also, way. Yeah, like, again, they're like hot He's a controlled yeah. versus just like, no, but like an open hot, jet engine. There's like, plenty of hotheads on this team because you look at Brian Acosta, you look yeah, at yeah. Rubio, yeah. you also look at um, Estevez. The thing is, who are you a hothead against? Are you against your team sure. or are you head against the other team? Like, sure. that's the main issue of that. Yeah. Yeah. But the other thing he brought up, and while he was talking about all this stuff, speaking eloquently about the Avs winning and, and how nice it is to see the playoff game and the crowds for the parade and yada yada, he also just kept calling himself the 10. Bassett did. This, Bassett. This was key. And this is why and I, I didn't put this, this. I almost put it on Twitter, and I wanted to save it for this conversation to end this pod today. Because if he is referring to himself as the 10, and you hear Jack Price talking about how they aren't bringing in a striker and nothing has materialized yet. That doesn't mean it won't. It's a long yeah, it window, plenty of time. That being said, I am fully prepared for last year's formation with the four attackers, except it's Bassett at the 10, Rubio at the nine, Cabral on the left, Lewis on the right. I'm ready. And I believe I would be shocked if it's not that formation up top to start the season. Would you be uh, here? Here, the only, the only way I like, I guess, I guess, disagree, not necessarily disagree, but I could see Frazier also going with a three-four-three, 
with yep. with Price and Bassett in the middle. Yeah, sort of like two high eights, I guess. And, and yeah. Bassett's like whole goal is to like be a more attacking midfielder relative to Price, who will sit back a take bit. Take them, take one of the mid spaces that yeah. Rubio can operate in the other one. And I guess Cole is very good at. Like, yeah, I mean, when he was sure, last but time. but I I I just I think a four two three one, which is sort of how they played for most of last season. Yeah, when they well, played like at their four, best, four, four three three ish, yeah, it's four, you know, it's, it's all the same. Yeah, yeah the four, it's, but it's, it's just how you occupy. But the being space, it, exactly, so I would say, exactly. you know, I think in my ideal world, it's Max and and Price in sort of a and then Bassett, kind of like a one, so you, two, you see three. Max as like the the Ocho, like the true eight. Yes, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm not that far off because the way I look at that, it's. I, what I'm kind of ba- basing this off of is uh, Frazier went to go. Uh, <laughs> yes, be right. That, that would be tight. Let's go. <laughs> three, three, <four. laughs> Love it. Um, I'm what I'm basing this off of is um, when uh, well, Frazier did go to Arsenal and he did study with Arteta for a week or two. So the way Arteta plays, it's he plays with the four three three. But both of his eights push really high up, and they take up that um, they take up the mid spaces while they play with inverted wingers because they have super fast wingers, yep. just like the Rapids. So if he did study with that, he's bringing in something new. So I would put Max and Cole on those double eights, and that would make them into really high ten, into really high. Basically, eights. two tens that can drop back when needed. Exactly. Okay. That they they cover Ode- that would be like the Odegaard kind of like. So if you ever see Arsenal play, it's like Odegaard pushing all the way up and then bring it back down. Then you have that, and then you have Jack at that six role that you could really rely on defensively and as a deep line playmaker yep. with those inverted. And you have really, if you have, you have left, if you can get a left back that's really good on the ball, and then you have Ro- Rosenberry that's really good on the ball, you can make them into inverted wing backs. And now you you basically clear playing a two two. One two two at the two input. two one two two. You yeah, like you, first. you're really gonna overcrowd the middle, <laughs> and you're just gonna let your wingers play. Yeah, and then you're gonna bring. Uh, sure. You're gonna try to pull the defense down with the uh, Rubio. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, and that just is all just stemming from his confidence of calling himself the ten. Well, there's also there's also the wrinkle that when Bassett was here in 2021, he played. I don't want to call him a winger, right? But ostensibly, the Rapids had like three attackers. Yes, and yeah. he was one that was usually out mostly wide, out wide. Yep. But he would yep. like kind yep. of like cut inside a bench and occupy like zone fourteen above the box. Yep. Um, I Which is where I see him hanging out a lot this year too. Yeah, he I drifts could, a lot too. He loves to drift to yeah, so, to the left side. Which left unfortunately side. is exactly what Max does, and they're probably going to share the field a ton. Oh, you, oh, so you think that it's more likely that. They share the field together as opposed to um, them sort of serving as each other's backup. I would love it. I, I want them to play. The I want them to play together. Okay. I, I, I mean, God, please. I, and I think it's I want be, as many max minutes as possible. And I think it's going to be Cole on the right, yeah. on the right eight, and Max on the left because yep. they can. Bo- Cole yeah. is really good on both. With makes both a feet. good point. Where, where's Galvan then? Though? Galvan's going to play one of the winger roles, and I think yeah. I really he's do gonna think it's going to be. Gonna be uh, I think he's going to be the super sub. Yeah, I, okay. no, winger I, no, ten. Is, super sub Galvan? No. Nah, where's man. he going to start? You take, back. Lewis. No, you take back. Lewis. No, you take Lewis out. Yeah. You dude, I would literally take Lewis out for Gavon because Gavon is way more dynamic and Lewis had a great season. I hope but so. Gavon can I hope so. I mean it's gonna see how camp is. I right now you're though, not gonna still yeah. until they actually get a left back though, I think we he have has to, to be, assume. Yeah. We have to assume think, yeah. it's a it's some variant of 
not necessarily a three at the back, right? Yeah. But it's that system Nicholson, where like one of the fullbacks... Nicholson, which is already yeah. to a three-back. One of the yeah. fullbacks axes. The big a, swinging back line. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. Which, again, it's something that I keep bringing up Arsenal, but... I do take a lot into account because they never mentioned studying yep. with Arsenal. Yep. They're having a great season. You think they don't want to implement some of those tactics, some of those the way they operate in small in short spaces. And I think Frazier going out there to England and talking to them and trying to learn what he's doing different really changed a lot of things. Okay. It's gonna be interesting, and I do think there are one too many people up front. I think one it will be outbound. I don't know when, but I would expect it pretty quickly. Um but that is for How many another more day. Signings that is, do you think? I think, I think there's still a keeper. I think there's a left back, and I think there's a camp invite to sort of shore up somewhere else along the defensive line. But okay. that is for another day, guys. We have to wrap up. There's an AV show coming into studio here for tonight. Uh, Joseph, what do you have to plug? Where can they find you? What do you want to to get off your chest here to promote yourself? This year, you'll be able to find my work over at BurgundyWave.com. I will be doing uh, Rapids Two. Um, like sort of analysis on the first team players that play with Rapids 2. I'll also be doing sort of midweek posts about the first team where I sort of uh, analyze like what happened in the game before and what to expect in the upcoming game. Um, still ironing out exactly how like all that's going to work. But point is, you'll be able to see me there um, along with my good friend, Matt Pollard. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. You can follow me on Twitter at, at JSPSAM. Love it. Dwayne? I'm going to plug... All of you, and here's how. I think this is a time for us to allow ourselves to oh, enjoy God. the rapids. Like, <laughs> take a break from being pissed you, off. You would about. I'm going plug. with Captain Jack, Jesus man. Christ. Take a break from being pissed <laughs> off about who's getting signed and what money is going where. Let's support the guys we fun. have. For some people, being miserable is fun. Not for me. True. And I know it's not fun for the players. Uh, I want you to set your schedules March 4th, 7.30 p.m., first home game. Let's be there. Let's be loud. Let's get there. Love it. All right, guys, make sure you hit the like button on your way out. Please and thank you. It's the biggest thing you can do for us. Subscribe to the DNVR YouTube channel. Get your diehard level membership at thednvr.com. Get your stuff from the locker. And more important than all of that, as we say at the end of every show, and it says on the scarf right there, up Up the the pits. pits.